IPR West. This is IPR East. Come in, IPR West. <laughs> testing, testing. Good morning. So this still... is working, and I'm not producing some kind of strange sound problem. I can hear you. Well, I, I can check to see if it echoes, but I can put on earphones, but I really don't want to. Oh, I can do the same if need be. I don't know if it's echoing from my end. I'm, I'm going to find out. I'm going to okay. find out. Let's see. I'm up getting my coffee. Much needed. We are also joined by a cat. He is sleeping though. We are also joined by a cat. Wow, I guess the sound is okay. Hey kitty cat. <laughs> I I have not quite tracked when I accidentally produce sound phenomena and when I do not. And sometimes it just works just fine. I don't need to use earphones. Blessings, blessings. <laughs> IPR East has been a lot more than I'm going to remember. But at least... Pittsburgh, IPR Pittsburgh, at least Team Human, who's in New York, um, and a whole lot of other places. Uh, IPR East, I have a bunch of compiled resources, but I need more names that I can say on the radio stream. IPR West, your own self, how would you introduce your own self? How would I introduce my own self? Yeah. Oh gosh. I have to make words? No. I'm terrible at describing this. You don't you don't have to make words, in fact. I'm awful at marketing. <laughs> it's not marketing, but IPR West. Um this Oh is, I don't have words. I don't have is, enough coffee in my in my body too. This is my friend Amy who definitely needs coffee at this moment, understandably, because of all of the things that Amy does and keeps track of and is aware of and, and deals with and bears up, bears up under every day. I so you're over there and this is over here. <laughs> I, I see that. I was wondering. I, I'm looking at you now. And I'm looking at the webcam now. <laughs> well, and what's difficult for me, so my camera, I'm able to change the settings in Zoom and other applications, but on a Mac, there's no way to just access the camera settings. So this looks like it's over my right shoulder to you. It's actually over my left shoulder. So everything's This is my... Uh-oh. Okay, wait. Let's see. 
This is my right and this is my left. Not, that looks right, so you have your camera set up, but I can't change the settings on this program. I just looked to see if I could flip it so it looks like I'm I'm seeing what's actually behind me. Technology. This is not, this is not over here. It's technically over... Well, wait a minute. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over here. <laughs> I'm very confused. Yeah, it's totally okay. IPR West also... Also frequently appearing as part of IPR West is our friend Theo Harrison. Excuse me. I'm looking at a I'm looking at a video. The camera's here. My brain is scrambled and I got his name wrong. I apologize. Also appearing as part of IPR West frequently is our friend Theo Henderson, who is my brain is shorting out a lot because of all of the scrambling, but um, supporting Theo Henderson can happen by navigating to patreon.com slash we the unhoused and we oh. the unhoused is on YouTube and it's on Anchor FM and it's on SoundCloud so there are places to search for it and he is on Twitter we the Unhoused is on Twitter. That's where I'm following him. Yes, his his handle has a number in it, but if you search for We the Unhoused, yes, I, uh, there's something really brewing around all of this. Um, I think that's the hugest understatement of ever. I am seeing people um, making articles about Theo and publishing things and saying, everyone come and support this project. It's important. Um... And that's really good. That's really, really good. Oh, what happened? Did I hit a button? Or did you hit a button? No, I did. I hit a button. Uh, I did a swipe on my computer, on the browser. If I swipe in a page, I, I end up going to the last page. If I swipe up here, which is what I was trying to do, I can go to Twitter. And go find Theo. And I was going to come and drop that link in the chat. I, 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 I retweeted something. No, what I retweeted, I think, was that article. Um, there was an article about his efforts, and it referred to another article about his efforts in a different place. And um, the more of those that happen, the better for me. Yeah, he's great. I haven't had a chance. Oh, thank you. Huh? You put the link in here. For, for his Twitter, yeah. Yeah, his Twitter account is twitter.com slash Theo Hen, T H E O H E N, 953022259. My eyes work. Those characters are small. They are. We the Unhoused. It comes up as We The Unhoused, so you can just search for that on Twitter as well. Yeah. I When I was going through those episodes, wow, I don't know how to talk about this. I, I don't know how to talk about um, all of the different ways in which I have felt weirdly detached from the reality of stuff that is really, really going on. Because it's not... It's not the way people usually talk about that. It's something like, um, 
we knew it was really going on before and had already been through so much and now a lot more people are becoming aware that it's going on in a way that there's media representation about not not ours but other other places mainstream things um and that's producing a whole completely different experience of what like i i guess people would talk about it as dissociativeness or something like that um the this like this stuff is going on around us and is how real is this how real is all of this experience it's getting very it's are you referring to houselessness or are you referring to um, the whole oh, pandemic sorry what i'm referring to specifically um i i brought up that context so that i could mention that while i was going through the episodes of we the unhoused uh-huh. and i'm 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 going through physical extremity most of every day now still i'm just now prioritizing my well, it was my radio voice, but we have intuitive public TV now. So whatever we are, whatever this is. Um, what we are. <laughs> uh, so I'm prioritizing being able to communicate with you and others in these ways. But it's very physically extreme for me what what is going down in our neighborhoods. Um, and uh, I, I was listening to episodes of Theo's podcast never having heard before i i don't know such an appropriate way to go about telling the truth and sharing with others and the subject material is really real and intense and it's happening now but yes the way it's that his happening. the way that his project has been coming together i kept feeling like i had netflix going on in the background and it was somebody's fiction and that was so weird and messed up for me and i and i'm i'm still processing it and i don't um i'm not even really sure how to talk about it cuz i don't want it to sound like oh it wasn't really real haha flimsy kind of i listened to things and no big no i've been through these layers of awareness of terrible things going on that other people are just blocked off and won't communicate about and that's massive numbers of people being harmed and massive numbers of people being in in clenched denial um and while that's going on the entire landscape is changing and we have been working so intensively every moment of every day we don't remember what we're doing from moment to moment basis except for what we what what we need to remember in order to continue doing those tasks um and we look back on i don't know how long you and i have been part of this whole project at this point because every moment of every day has been like this but when you can look back on it and see that you documented so much um so much more securely than than it is anywhere else i guess um and that it's not just you or me who is seeing something coming to fruition from all of that unremembered work right but it's right. also the whole world around us is emergent with people who have been doing that kind of work 
Dude. <laughs> Dude. It's like a quickening. It's a quickening. The pandemic has, has, has turned up the heat. And, and people are kind of paying more attention. My concern is that, you know, there's this desire to quote-unquote go back to normal. Everybody keeps saying things will go back to normal. And I'm like, I sure hope not. That sounds like some hard-won denial to me. <laughs> and, and A, it won't. But B, it's like it's hard. Normal, normal was already producing so much suffering and so many deaths. And those deaths have been ramped up. I'm not saying, oh, this is a good thing because now it, it's like, no, this is... This is terrible. Normal wasn't normal. That's what Douglas Rushkoff talks about, too. Douglas Rushkoff is talking about how we have this veneer of what we thought all our lives were. Yeah. And the thin veneer, many of us, for a very long time, mistook for real or normal. And we defended it. Yeah. And a lot of people are still defending it. But... It wasn't, it wasn't real. It was propped up with, with these fake cardboard sets. And there, there and is value. And people's lives, it was propped up with people's deaths and lives and suffering. Um, but, we, we can get a lot more graphic than that, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so with that, can I share a conversation? I was up late, which I had not intended to do, because my dad called me. At 10 o'clock last night, which is very unusual for him. So if I may share some of the things that it, we were on the phone for two and a half hours. You may absolutely share. I look forward all the time to getting to talk to you. And it's mm -hmm. challenging. It has been challenging for us to do. And look, 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 we made a radio. We made a radio. You made a radio and some of us came in and said, this is a good idea. I, this radio this? was not possible with all of, without all of the people who have been part of the radio. And a lot of them, we can't name their names. No, we can't. So it's, it's, I want to say I made a radio and I have been walking around a little saying I made a radio. Because, I mean, this Frankensteinian equipment here... Um, <laughs> Took a lot of effort and a lot of dying and, and, and convulsing yes. while trying to put um, yes. devices together. Um, but but it, it, is a, it is a lot of people who themselves, in whatever small or larger way, made a radio. So if I ever say, I made a radio, please, everyone else who has been involved with this, say at least to yourselves, I made a radio. Well, it wouldn't like be here say, without I'm, everybody. I can say I'm glad I got to get on this radio train. Radio train. I'm honored to have been a part of it and to continue to be a part of it as I am able because life keeps pulling me in different directions. But uh, I'm not going away. I, 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 I warned early on that sometimes I get involved with things and then I drop them entirely. Um, I, am, I committed then and I'm still committed to... Uh, no matter what gets thrown my way, to keep trying, to keep at it, to keep fulfilling that commitment as I can. I think that throwing things, life keeps throwing a lot of things. That life does. Life does sometimes. Sometimes things. <laughs> um, everybody, everybody from where they're at. I think what we are seeing, um, 
more rapidly now is we're seeing that from where each person is at, there are resources that can connect that person to broadcast and publishing mechanisms that allow them to to reach out and connect to real community, whatever that is for them, in a way that was never possible before and most people still don't know anything about. Um, it's, it's accessible even for a huge number of people who have no idea that they could be um, that they could be speaking with large groups of people that really feel the way they feel. Um, or, or that they could create income streams based on doing something that just really matters to them. Um, the information about how to use tool sets like that has been so much more restricted than I understood. I did not understand how restricted that information was. Um, and so I thought I was privileged before. And then, and then I found out how restricted what I had been I, I had felt like I was learning and thriving in public environments that were accessible to a huge number of people and it was not what I thought it was. So it's so important for there to be some um, knowledge base of resources uh, that, that connect people to media tool sets and advocacy tool sets and ways of communicating more effectively with one another, but also with with larger organizations, with media organizations, with these greater media bodies that we all rely on in order to know ourselves and our communities. And so if, if some of us are brutally missing from representation in those greater media bodies, terrible things can be going on, and we have no idea that, that that's happening. So... Um, even when you are only able to be on Facebook, um, your, your intuitive public radio is broadcasting. You're sharing stuff where it's easiest for your brain to share stuff. And the more people who are aware of how this kind of media infrastructure works and how we can be disability aids for one another by choosing to help one another as a, as a, regular everyday kind of thing that 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 matters to us enough to be one another's disability aids and quit disabling one another for real um if we do that then if you need to stay on facebook or if you need to to put something in a completely different format in order to give your brain a break in order to do what you need to do you and any other person um we can help one another make sure that that broadcasts get amplified by being in community with one another in certain ways. And I'm seeing all of these amazing people and groups and um, video chats and uh, digital gatherings and um, a lot of people are using the digital conference methodology. Um, I spent so much time developing a career that included info products and digital learning resources and suddenly there's this massive renaissance of people discovering and starting to use those things so the IPR question is how do we get them most effectively to the people who are who are least likely to ever encounter them Um, and that 
we we can take a systemic approach with that that accomplishes a lot in a short amount of time. And a lot of people have no idea about that. That was a good nourishing ramble. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it was. That felt good. How are you on time? Oh, I'm still working on my second cup of coffee, so. Do you good. do you do you want to share any thoughts from from the the general West Coast US that well, has been on I your do mind? Yeah. I do want to share the conversation we were talking about life going back to normal, quote unquote, how people want things to go back to normal. And I had this conversation with my dad last night. He called me very late, and albeit very drunk, because that's what he does at night to self medicate himself to the world and the fact that he has to uh, he has to he has to be the big man who makes the money, who supports the things, and he was raised that way. And I'm, I'm very aware of his uh, his drinking as a as a as a feature of coping that allows him in a way to keep going. Some people their lives get devastated by drinking. My dad, it's 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 a it's a, a temporary and albeit not not as supportive as it could be, but it's it's how he he's very sensitive. But he has to be the big man who's not sensitive and gets things done and tells people what to do because he's a boss and an owner of his own business. So he can be a bit of a steamroller. He has been. When I when I go back to the way things were before a pandemic and before his wife, my stepmother, got cancer and now is having is going through chemo and radiation and had breast cancer and had a mastectomy. So there's been some major changes for my dad. Life is normal is no longer normal. And in the past, he's been very, uh, he once upon a time accused me of lying to Social Security, uh, that I wasn't actually sick, that I was uh, working, I was just lazy and working the system. Um, so very devastating stuff for me over the years. Uh, of how he, he saw my, my predicament, my situation. And I think a lot of us who have invisible disabilities deal with that with the people around us. They, they don't believe us, they abandon us, they tell us how we should be doing things. Uh, they see us as lazy, they see us as lying. It's difficult, and, and that's, that's a pretty common experience for all of us who've had some kind of uh, life-changing, dis disabling, invisible illness. So, you know, for many years that made me quite suicidal, that made me quite depressed, because uh, he wasn't the only one, it was everybody in my world. And um, he's gradually come on board, he's met with my doctor, he's, he's has stepped up a lot more. So now he's had, now we have a pandemic, and forced to stay at home, and now he has a wife who's very sick, very acute illness, and dealing with cancer. And normally, when we're on the phone, my dad is ready to get off the phone. Like we have a maybe twenty-minute conversation, and he's like, "Okay, gotta go, kiddo." Last night, he wouldn't let me off the phone for two and a half hours. I really needed to go to sleep, but I was also like, "Well, my dad doesn't do this, so I'm going to stay here." And I know he's not going to remember this conversation today, and that's okay when he's sober. He won't remember it, but I know it's it's in his brain now. 
he was able to acknowledge my journey. He was able to acknowledge what I have. He's like, with everything that's going on, he's like, I really want to say to you, I get it now. And, and then, including his own getting older, he's almost 70, but he's still working. And But his body is getting older, and of course he drinks, so his body is not as vibrant and strong as it used to be. And the things that he took for granted, his ability, all the things he ever took for granted between his sick wife, his own aging, and a pandemic has made him wake up to a lot of stuff. Wow. And he really acknowledged all of it on the phone list. I'm still integrating anything that he said. I, I'm still... You know, there's a part of me that says, I don't quite trust it yet because I've been so hurt by his uh, denial of my own situation and browbeating and, and uh, insinuating that I'm lazy and that I'm lying and all this other stuff. And he has just done a complete 180 and laid it all out last night. So my whole point of bringing that up was about how we were talking about people wanting to go back to normal. And I'm hoping more people can be like my dad. I hope they don't have to drink to do it, but... <laughs> that the recognition, the scene of not just their own lives, because, you know, the normal was they had to sort of ignore houseless people, disabled people, uh, other, uh, you know, they had to ignore, they would ignore race, they would ignore uh, things like redlining and food deserts and, and all these things of all the ways that the suffering of people propped up what was normal. And now all of those things are kind of like, you know, it's this quickening. Everybody is seeing it more. And I really pray, I pray all the time that this pandemic helps wake people up to, we can't go back to normal. There were already millions of deaths in normal. I think we in are... Preventable deaths. We are, we are making normal. We it's time to, for a new normal. Yeah. Now we're echoing. A community normal, a connected normal. And it's easier to connect now with people. Everybody is forced to stay at home like we have been for years. And they're forced to do what we're doing now, the things, the tools that we've been putting together to, to be able to connect. And everybody's forced to use those tools now. You can't just go to work or you can't just go to the doctor. You have to get on Zoom to talk to your doctor or your therapist or... Anyway, which segues into my ad well if you have thoughts about my little ramble first. Oh I love your I love your ramble. <laughs> um the this is happening to so many people now and the the grace with which they are able to confront what has been going on for a long time. It seems to have a lot to do with whether they have people in their lives who are able to offer some kind of stabilizing reference point that is safe for them to connect to. And 
many of us have experienced that as a, a, a lost art in the world where we thought people knew how to do that. And a lot of people say they knew how to do that. But, but then nobody could find it when we all really, really needed it. It's like, what on earth? Um, and um, what is happening now, though, is that so many people who have been surviving their own terrible circumstances are finding um, expression points for projects that have been going on a long time while everybody's been dying. But, but then you, you notice this person say, I recovered from a, from a life-threatening health condition. I was severely ill or I had a terrible toxic injury. It didn't look like I was going to come back from. Or I, the, all the people with the rare stuff. We, every, what does everybody call? Everybody calls it rare stuff. But when you look at the, the um, heterogeneous presentation of all of these different really overlapping conditions yes well oh the rare oh the rare stuff um i don't even know what to say i'm just laughing now and that's probably not that's not a good habit to just start laughing and not but i it's that's a challenging thing for me to stop myself from doing under current traumatic circumstances right (laughs) um the anyway it's not rare it's just we've been classifying things um, in, in the mainstream of the culture, whatever, I mean, those are some words, I guess. In the mainstream of the culture, we've been classifying things in such a way as to believe that there are a zillion specific um, specialist categorizations and called them rare Except they're being caused by the same larger group and context, the the poisoned environment and the unbalanced environment and the the environment with psychosocial trauma everywhere in it. And now everybody's experiencing it. Even if it's not making them physically ill yet, they are forced to stay at home. I'm, I'm able to watch... Um, some of these like mainstreamy media streams that I was not able to watch before because they weren't talking about us or this and it was right. horrifying and I couldn't yes. bear it because I believe that they are good people that, 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 that generally there are really good people making mainstream media and how is it that they still fail to recognize some of this stuff and it's really shocking and then all of a sudden they were being they, I, they, they had to cover topics they, they, I'm sure, personally in their lives really wanted to cover topics that, that are very close to my heart. And so the coronavirus situation is a really interesting uh, change agent of the landscape. The landscape is complete. It's so completely different and so quickly. Um, and if you're a person who has been writhing and screaming for days on end and being tortured to death and something like this happens you feel like you've been given a lot of gifts in some circumstances it's caused terrible worsenings but but wow there are gifts there are a lot of gifts yeah it's uh it's it's pretty wild it's all pretty wild and i'm you know, there's still a lot of change to happen, uh, especially at the top. 
you know, when it comes to politicians. I, and I find it really funny, you know, all along they've been saying, um, oh, we have to protect our most vulnerable. We're staying at home to protect our most vulnerable. And it was like, oh, suddenly my life matters to you? <laughs> well, it, they heard enough from where they needed to hear it from. And that they and it, it built up, and in their in their consciousness, they were able to verbalize it because enough people had had offered it to them. It's really amazing how impossible it has been for certain people to reach people on other strat, stratas of society or something like that, um, because many many of those people who are unreachable. Um, by survivors of severity, they feel like they are very reachable. They feel like there's no there's no big problem. They don't understand that there are people being created as a consequence of the way our culture has acculturated um, that that cannot um, they can't they we. Uh, have not been able to generally cannot because of severe neurological injury because of many other kinds of severe disabilities can't do something that that somebody would consider basic because it's just so usual for them and all of the tech companies and media companies build their tool sets to what is expected from we would say Evan would say disabledist standpoint and I would usually say ableist standpoint um, because we have different meanings, different angles. Um, I like it, though, this ableist. I, I appreciate it a lot. I appreciate yeah. the subtleties of, of, of talking about that. But when I, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know, and my dad has been severely disabled for enough of my life now um, that, that I... I didn't know while I was I, I was being a professional in the use of many of those tool sets, it seemed blatant to me that they would be extended to people who needed them but couldn't reach them. And that was borne up by if I was not able to reach them and I asked to be able to reach them, a lot of the time I got a yes and I didn't understand then undergoing my super toxic black mold neuro neurological damage <laughs> that I didn't know about at the time um, is that the reason that I well I mean not just for that reason but there are so many people who don't realize something like this who don't realize that the reason you're getting a yes or the reason you're succeeding or the reason things are going well for you is not necessarily because of the things you think you are doing right. It is very possibly because of a whole lot of embedded privilege that you have, that you, you're unaware of, or you're, I mean, maybe the people around you are really stacked against you ever recognizing or admitting that thing. So it would never be safe for you to bring something like that up. So it would make you feel unsafe and you'd be like, I want to steer away from that idea. But in the meantime, the idea you're steering away from involves people who could be helping everybody solve problems in amazing ways who are instead being killed um, just like in the goriest apocalypse movies. Yeah. And we're not even just talking about war. We're talking about... Um, normal. 
of unrecognized uh, fraud and mismanagement and um, insufficient research done in policymaking and the regulate the regulation of uh, environmental contaminants, which. Oof. Well, that was a long sentence. I should rest my face. Oh. How long have we been doing this? This is going quite well, and the echo went away. Does it say? It doesn't let us know how long we've been on. I have no idea. I thought it did. It doesn't on my on my site. But it oh, doesn't on mine either. It must have hey. been Zoom that does that. StreamYard doesn't do that. I dropped that link for Twitter in our private chat. I just noticed there's a private chat versus live comments. Oh, yeah. I think if you put it in live comments, it may get piped to YouTube, possibly. But I haven't figured out how that works yet. You know what? Live comments won't even pop up for me. Maybe I have to be signed in somehow, and I didn't really sign in. I just came and joined via the link. You and I started talking just a minute or so after 1 o'clock Eastern time. Okay. So a little bit after. We've been on about 40 minutes. Wow. I'm going to go and do food tasks soon, although I don't need to go right this moment. Um, this is all working better and better. I am... I don't want to be shocked at what we've accomplished, but I have been feeling that way. Because to try and remember how we accomplished it is trying to access memories of terrible physical ongoing trauma. And if I try, I, I get a really big oig vault when I try to, to just say, what do you mean we made a radio? Because I, you know, I, we made a radio. Um, but wow, we have... Archives and knowledge bases and community projects and lists, very helpful lists. We have so many broadcasts that have never made it to air but have timestamps on them and are collected. Um, we can go into any of these time periods where, for instance, I was a, a terrorized refugee from what I thought were safe communities. Right. All that stuff is broadcasts she was trying to make when she supposedly had access to those tool sets. But because of what happened in those communities and in most of the communities we've... I'll just keep talking for a minute. I'm on the radio. Oh gosh, sorry. They just told somebody we were on the radio. Amy... Amy, they, them. <laughs> I've been pronouncing people a bit with my brain fatigue. Um, oh, I don't know where I was. Oh, right. Um, all, so it's not, it's not just her. It's not just that person that I'm talking about who was me in Texas, um, uh, who was me in other places. Um, it's everybody who has connected to this set of projects with their own knowledge base in progress, their own broadcasts they want to make that are somewhere in development. And all of the people whose desire is for those broadcasts to be public so that they can represent themselves as part of a community that cares for them and would stand up for their right to just live peaceably. Um, 
those those broadcasts can make it to air if any of those people want them to and 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 some of them including me and previous me's certainly do but to realize how much content we have and I don't know exactly what it means to have this equipment set up this way um, but it's amazing that it's working because it's a little bit different every single time but I am getting better at it and Evan and I talked about being the person in the apocalypse who is the person who keeps the tech working, who has a smallish part in, in many apocalypse movies and is surrounded yes. by old old servers duct taped together and um, wires and doodads. And, and they're, the, they're the previously unappreciated sort of nerdy person in the basement or something. And yeah, 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 yeah. I have had such a fondness for that person. And, and now I'm that person. And a lot of us have had to become that person because you got to keep the tech working in a way that the companies that make the tech don't recognize people are having to do. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know where we were. I actually thought that there was something else you were going to say. And then you asked me what I thought, and I may not have stopped talking since then. Oh, so gosh, I, I don't wonder. even remember what I was going to say. Sorry about that. That's no, no sorry needed. I just realized I was about to ramble on to something else, and I was like, well, let's integrate all the things I just said first. And um, There's a lot to talk about, and I appreciate you continuing to hold this radio space, and I uh, will keep, I would like to have more of these. This has been a really good conversation. And I would like to have more of them. I really feel my neurological functions being restored bit by bit. The more I use these, a lot of these are media tools that I was, it was high priority in my life to be accustomed to because it was how I would make various kinds of income streams is being familiar with broadcasting and publishing and media tools and community resource structures and, and stuff. Um, and because of the way my particular terrible unrolling apocalypse went, um, I, I, I was neurologically injured in an extreme way, ongoing, at the same time as the media sets that were most of my brain neurons about communicating, about being a professional, about um, showing up in groups of people in public, about being acceptable to other people, that was taken away and it was replaced by, uh, by being programmed to be vulnerable to sex traffickers. Yeah. And while being neurologically poisoned by environmental contaminants and biotoxins, um, one cannot necessarily regrow the neurons other people think one should be able to regrow, especially while one is being harmed and everybody kind of looks away from it. Um, so th the brain that has needed a greater community or media body that would recognize allowing its vulnerable community members to go through such extreme stuff, suffering, the, the, that brain deprived of mirror neuron activity is now getting a ton of media, mirror neuron activity because even though I can't remember what I'm doing from split second to split second, most of the time, I keep catching glimpses of us having uh, content streams that look to me like uh -huh. it's supposed to look 
if we have a greater level of support from a larger community. And it's not just that we know people are there, but we can't reach them. It's that we know people are there and we can find out what's going on and we can talk to them and we have a means of energetic diplomacy with them and with, with other, other beings um, on or off planet. <laughs> um, the the ability to, to see ourselves as a greater media body and know that we will be prioritized is a huge deal. And I, I don't know I don't know if or who if if someone else is doing something quite like this, but I can't wait to find them and support them, whoever they are, if they are, because so many people, so many projects are emerging. Healthjusticecommons.org. I don't know if you saw that and sent it to me or if no, you sent the other thing to me. So I don't know how I found a lot of these things, but healthjusticecommons.org. Um, is we looked at it. Very valid. So uh, anyway, it's just an example of um, a whole lot of oh, emergent gosh, resources. I've been here in a while, but yes. Um, we went to a meeting, a, a, a few members of Bridge Family Group, and I went to. Uh, the Health Justice Commons. Um, I, I can't remember exactly what the name was. Solid. It's, it was a solidarity meeting for radical healthcare workers and frontline. Yes. Um, and uh, it. It. it for, first of all, w the way they're putting things together. They. Oh, they're. Uh, I think key organizers are on the West Coast in California. I think I'm remembering Oakland, that correctly. Oakland, I think in Oakland. Is I that right? think yes, Oakland, San Francisco. Um, I, 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 I appreciated that at the beginning of the meeting they encouraged everyone, if they could, to answer their locations in the native territories. And and I'm not as familiar with the native territories there, so I don't remember where where it was. But I'm pretty sure it was that general area of California. Um, that there were there were several there were some there were several key people involved with Health Justice Commons. Um, so we, this is an IPR West conversation. So I want to remember that. Yeah. I um, haven't been here for a while, but I'm looking and, and I went to who we are and Mordecai. I'm like, oh right, I remember. I I wasn't the one. I got this from you. You didn't get these from me. But he's wonderful. It's really, it's really, really amazing finally having visual and experiential evidence of all the people and efforts we knew must be there, but we yes. couldn't reach. Yes. That is really something. I need to go to food tasks. I don't want to, but um, well, we have had I also need to go. I amazing have a full success. day of helping my friend get uh, her food situation after massive surgery. And I've got other friends who you also are aware of who are, who are helping with that, that task. So I have to go and clean her refrigerator, which is... Good luck. Gary. So I need to go clean the refrigerator so that the food thing... There's food in there that's usable... And there's stuff on the pantry that's usable, and that has to go to people who are ready to prepare the food. So I got to go and clean, and pull that food together, and give it to those who are going to do the preparation. So she has food and doesn't. She can't use her hands really. She can't stir a pot. 
you can barely open the microwave to stick things in there after opening a can. So this is a way of making some fresh food for her that she can just open a container and eat. I hope everything goes really well. Thank you. Thank you. It, it has been. It's a little rough for her right now. Uh, she's got her dogs. Her dogs were being cared for and the person caring for them is not a nice person and decided he didn't want to take care of the dogs anymore. So she's, she's struggling. But there's a community. There's We're doing here. So that's more what and more of West a community. Doing today. IPR West is doing what IPR is intended to do, which is to find community members to assist each other. And any way that sh that we could support her that you find out and, and are, are permitted to report in public. Um, IPR West check-ins. Well, maybe I can get her on sometime. I told her much about... She's about very this. welcome. She's <laughs> very, very welcome. Um, I, encur I, I, I probably don't say it enough. I encourage everyone to please invite people that you you yes. feel whose voices would be very resonant please um introduce us so that we can organize a live stream we're, i think we're going to be live streaming almost every day unless i'm too sick to live stream but i mean even if i'm too sick to live stream i can set it up and 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 get somebody on the line and let them talk and i can go take care of myself for 15 minutes and then come back and 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 work some toggles. I know how to work some toggles. Um, so please feel free to invite her. Um. Well, help me visualize that I can't get her phone is too full. She can't afford to get a new phone. So one of the things <sighs> I'm doing today is seeing if I can get all the stuff off her phone through my laptop into a flash drive. Do we want to oh. say your PayPal URL in case people want to send, since you yeah. won't name your friend because she hasn't been asked about her. We um, haven't asked her yet. Um, exactly. But, but if, if someone wants to support her through you, could they leave you a PayPal with a note? So what I'm going to do is because I can, because I'm not officially logged into this, this website right now and I haven't even created an account yet. I'm not logged in, so I can only put messages into the private chat, but you're probably logged in and can copy and paste into the live comments. Oh, yes, of I course. Yeah. I can do that. So look, let me grab my... Well, wherever it goes, anyway, we'll find out. I know that it goes... I think it goes to YouTube. I don't think it goes to Facebook, but um, experiment. It's okay if it does. I, I'm, I'm pretty much, if, unless I specify... Do you, am, still, uh, do you still have Intuitive Ink? I still have Intuitive Ink, so I'm making sure that I've that comes up right. Uh, so sorry, no, that doesn't work. Why not? Oh, uh, okay. We have, have to, troubleshooting things. Let me sign into my PayPal, and then I can probably grab the link that way. And I hope it's okay that I still have Intuitive Ink. If I need to change that, I will. But, no, um, you need to have it. <laughs> it's important that you have it. Well, um, that PayPal, so others have given me money. Other disabled people recently gave me money to help my friend. Uh, we're all local. We've all met on the internet through Facebook. And uh, other people have given me money through Intuitive Ink to help her buy things she needed for her home. Oh, so, so it was working then. It's And so it's, it's suddenly it's not working now. Job. It is doing its job. No, I in, I went to Intuitive Inc. It didn't work. 
Yeah, I know. PayPal.me slash Intuitive Inc. isn't working right now. I know, and I don't know why. Okay, well, we will add we will add to whatever next day's broadcast, um, whatever we can in support of her. Once you once you find out what that is, sorry, I took us on a on a troubleshooting diversion. No, I found it. I found it because it's not Intuitive Inc. It's just my name. Maybe I could change that handle at some point, but it's just my name. Well, I can. I can paste it or it's all good. I do need to go get to food tasks or I won't okay. be able to maintain my composure. <laughs> okay, I understand. There's my- oh, what a great threat. Wow. Let me, let me, let me just put this in here and then we will go because I am the same. I gotta go slash. Oh, it's wonderful to have it. Thank you for figuring it out. Okay, I got this here. So I should use this paypal.me slash Amy Lilith. Yes. All right. I will put this in the comments. I think it's in the comments on YouTube, intuitive.pub slash TV slash Max, because that's where we're live right now. Okay. Um, but it's only, mine says private chat, so I don't know if anybody else can see that. Wherever the private like. chat, only you and me and anyone logged, uh, anyone using StreamYard as a guest can see the private chat. Um, so anybody out there listening right now, literally, oh, okay. if I was so not about to, I'm, I'm going to walk away. But if somebody wants to come and just talk while I make food in the other room, I'm actually not opposed to that. It would be a good experiment. Um, anyone who wanted to join us up to six people or six guests, I'm not sure, would go to intuitive.pub slash text. And at the top of that page, um, every time we start a broadcast, we put the StreamYard link. So anyone can click on that link and show up on camera with us now, here, cool. and are invited to, um, are invited to. My brain feels so much better in this environment. I thought I was in environments that were more sharing of their airtime. I don't know what foolishness that was, but I, I did think it, I, I thought it for a while, a, a, lo- a while ago in my life. Um, so that that's here and that's this and we're doing it and I'm proud of us. Much, much love to you, Max. Thank Enjoy you. Your food. May your digestion be sweet and complete. Thank you. Thank you, Amy, for this IPR West and IPR East check-in. Yes. And uh, listeners and viewers can find out more about both these uh, portions of Intuitive Public Radio by navigating to intuitive.pub slash radio slash west and intuitive.pub slash radio slash east. I want to point out something really funny real quick before I go. Please do. You see this bottle right here? It's been over my shoulder the whole time. There's a spray bottle. Yeah. That's my that's my spray bottle of peroxide that now stays out all the time for spraying down groceries and grocery oh. bags and shoes before I come in. It is a, a COVID era relic. This is my this is my co- part of my COVID arsenal. An artifact <laughs> of the apocalypse. Oh, oh I'm touching my face, oh no. <laughs> Stay safe, 
blessings, good fortune. I hope everything goes well and give give all our love to your friend. I will. Thank you. All right. Blessings, Max. Thank you. See you later.